Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it at Massive Press on itch.io. Last episode, the DBC crew successfully took Relay Station Trine as step one on their mission to bring down the comm station on Indol. Now, with access to the controls, they endeavor to open a blind spot in Corsac's sensor net so they can land the DBC for their future exfiltration. They've done what they can to stretch, search the base for intel and hide the evidence of their assault. Now, we return to our pilots as they weigh their options. All right. Welcome back, uh, pilots. What, what were our options Hello. again? I think so. I think where we left it last time is uh, Astro had figured out that we had two stations to the north and the south, like communication stations, um, and he figured out that we would have to uh, have one person in each station operating it um, in order to turn off the sensor net so that the DBC could land here. Uh, does that okay, sound right? Yeah. Am I remembering correctly? This, this uh, so, right. so what you determined last time uh, between uh, your kind of poking about and also Rock having uh, searched through the base and found some notation and various evidence from the people who were running this base before, um, it does seem that uh, if you have someone at both terminals operating them at the same time, you can effectively use uh, the sensor net like you can at least input commands and stuff for it um listed within uh kind of the the booklet of like hey idiot who doesn't know how to use this stuff here's the only commands you should ever need uh book that you found um obviously none of those commands were completely cripple our defenses so <laughs> uh <laughs> you you were able to uh test a few of them and see how they worked so you have an idea of how the system works now but you don't have an in-depth look at it um what i explained to you last session was that uh, you could, with the information you have now and with the access you have now, you have the positioning in order to attempt the check. Um, and I kind of told you what the what the problems would be. Either you get a full success and you open a hole in the sensor nets where you can land the DBC um, and no other problems. Uh, a full failure would be you fail and an alarm goes off. Um, and the mixed success would be you succeed, but an alarm goes off. But that alarm isn't the alarm that a ship is landing on the planet. So kind of kind of still a bad mixed yeah. mixed success there. People will know something is wrong. But on the other hand, they won't know that your ship is here. So you guys course, didn't really like they... that middle option. So you were trying to figure out other ways you could go about affecting change here. Yeah, because even if they don't know a ship has landed they sure will know when they come to the base to check it out <laughs> and they see our ship there. Um, uh, assuming that's how they respond to the alarm. Also the dead pilots. Um, that too. So, yeah, I mean, I think we should, uh, we want to really be secure here. So I think, um, you know, last time we got a sense of the basic commands and stuff, it's kind of like learning a language. Um, it, 
you know, if we took time, could we, uh, you know, get a better understanding of the system? Or have we kind of exhausted, like, our the knowledge way, using the commands we know? The way you would get a better understanding of the system is messing with it. Messing with it comes with risks. Okay. So Plus, you could spend all the time higher. in the world re-examining the same things you've already done, but you probably won't learn new information from that. Also, don't forget that we're on a timer because they're timing their attack with based on when they expect us to have the system down. Yeah, I think we said, what, seven hours? was, mm -hmm. And it's probably been like an hour or two already. A few hours, because it took you time to land uh get your mechs out travel here do the fight uh now to be fair the fight itself doesn't occupy that much time but the trek here and the amount of time you've been searching the base messing with the systems and stuff it's been a few hours since you've landed right um who's the other person um working with me in in the other uh outpost in the or the other communication station is that Evelyn? Pretty sure it was Evelyn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. I yeah. I mean, uh, you might just want to um give this a go. Well, nothing to it but to do it, I guess. There. I mean, I'd also recommend Artemis may be able to help because she can leave the mech, but she's a combat AI, so I don't know how effective she is at. Yeah, hacking. I was gonna say, has she ever like hacked the thing before? I mean, she probably knows about as much as you. So, and do you, do do you trust her mm. with a base that probably has some sort of weaponry? I don't trust her to not launch a missile. <laughs> can, can do I have the commands to launch a missile from this the, base? The, the the kind of hacking that Artemis is most familiar with is hacking and slashing. Um, <laughs> yeah. She would be was... really, really good at hacking with the uh, Evelyn's mech. <laughs> uh, I get it because she has an axe. Yes, yes, indeed. It's a puck and slash. <laughs> so there was the other idea that I had too of like letting them know that something was wrong, but making them think it was a mechanical error by like. Trying to like flood the comms and buy like some some leeway on air. I don't know if that would work or not, or if we decided that wouldn't work. But so, kind of how I've been imagining it is, it would probably be easier to explain uh, a error uh, in the system. Uh, with an alarm going off than if they got data that a ship was landing, right? So in my head, that's kind of part of the difference between a full success or a, a full failure and a partial failure is that um, Rock's plan would be able to help you if it was a partial failure because that alarm going off, maybe if you guys do some other stuff to make it reasonable that an alarm would go off, wouldn't necessarily put them on full alert. But if they get literal sensor data sent to their main base that shows a ship landing, you're not going to be able to explain that away very well. Yeah. So, so, so that's a good I, idea, Rock. If you 
if you have that as like uh, something you want to set up or something you want to prepare or something you want to do if like that middle alarm or the like a, a normal kind of like things are fucked up alarm goes off that would that would be a good way to recover that situation yeah we could be we could do the old han solo thing uh we're all fine here how are you just just don't get flustered and start blasting the console with the yeah. rifle <laughs> i'm a fan boring conversation anyway <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, like, is that, to hack the console. Not that's what he says when console. he shoots the gun. Yeah. Look, look, it's not my fault. They have. They're both the same word. Is that something you want to uh, set up for or prep for in case it happens, Rock? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. a good. So, so just so I understand, this means we'll attempt to disable the the sensor net, uh, and then if if we get that mixed success where the alarm goes off, then we'll we'll enact this contingency that rock is setting up does that sound right to you rock yeah yeah do you guys want to do stuff ahead of time to like set up for that or like make that a more reasonable thing in case this happens or is that something you only want to start working on like if you need it to be a thing you know what i mean like you you describe for me how you want to prepare for what you're about to do sure so rock what what like specifically are you thinking like uh you want to do like uh create a false alarm is there is there a way we can ensure that seems legitimate like maybe we actually disable some sort of system um you know that that could be verified i don't know i'm just kind of spitballing here uh I don't know. I figured some of this would be more of the hacking side of things, which I'm not. I was kind of leaving to you guys. So I figured it'd be something that you could maybe spoof, maybe, you know, send some sort of like audio feedback through the comms to them. Yeah. Oh, that could work. Yeah. What if, what if it's like uh, something like a um, security system? malfunction um and it, it it just like uh you know something something like maybe the the part of the computer that controls uh the monitoring and the alarms you know uh, we could say oh th this malfunction and it set off several alarms on our base um yeah i'm trying to think of like the I'm trying to think of like what is the most minimal thing we can you would alert for, and I'm I'm like actually thinking about like like my job at work, like what what is the thing that we would alert on? I mean, like people would ignore because it's like oh it happens all the time, who cares? Um, log four J vulnerability. I, I I feel like I'd be the opposite, Todd. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a big cluster. Um, <laughs> no one's gonna get that reference. Um. Yeah, that was I'm just, glad uh, the two people who know how to hack are also the two people who understood <laughs> that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could spend five minutes explaining it, but we won't. Yeah, please um, no. <laughs> right. Five uh, yeah, I mean, system malfunction seems like a good thing to, try so to trigger. So, one other thing to prepare for, and now ooh, ooh. Star Wars is... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what if we just killed the internet? 
I mean, okay, internet doesn't exist in this world. Dastardly plan. Let's simply kill the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, obviously, I know that's literally what we're we're trying to do, but, like, if we can eliminate it for, like, a subsystem, like, I would imagine that would be alert-worthy, and you can always chalk that up to, like, faulty wiring. You know? Um... Okay, so so explain but, but this more. So let's say let's say okay, let's say we disable the sensor net, an alarm goes off. What are we doing? We're we're turning off communications. What's going on? Okay, how about we send a message through if the middle alert goes off saying that one of the the Lancer's mechs blasters went off and hit like the comm relays. And that we're working on repairing it, but it sent an alarm through. Oh, that, I like that. Actually. That works. Um, I can dig it. What, one other thing um, I was going to say, uh, and Star Wars uh, is really helping me here, but I remember in that scene with Han Solo, they're like, uh, what's your ID or whatever? Um, and, and that's when he like shot the console because he didn't know what to say. So maybe uh, we can uh, investigate... Uh, the dead mechs here, maybe they have like a ID number or, um, you know, uh, uh, what do you call them? Dog tags or something. So it, at least if they ask for some sort of like uh, verification, we'll have something to give them. I'm going to say this in character. So I, I'm uh, I'm saying this to all, all uh, you guys. Okay. Can we find any sort of uh, identification, um, operating numbers, uh, you know, base IDs, uh, personnel IDs, something like that? So, you know, if we do have to enact this contingency, we can we can uh, have some verification ready if they ask. Was any of that information on that? Um plate memo that evelyn found bob from smithy to johnson uh from smithy to jonathan um oh johnson john yes jonathan uh so uh here's the thing um you would have smithy's information on that report form yeah smithy was the one complaining i guess right yeah okay yeah i could could be a smithy i have no i never met the guy I i could pretend to be the guy though oh sorry who's smithy uh, I'll hand um, Astro this uh, this uh, message I, I pulled up from the files, which was um, Smithy complaining about um, all the staff being pulled to the main base to work on something. Oh, okay. This works. Which, yeah, I mean, I can pretend to be Smithy again. Or not um, again, I mean, this, it'll sound like it's from Smithy. Is, is, is Smithy, um, uh, what gender is, is Smithy? I don't know. Um, there's no way to tell that from this report. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, is it is it just Smithy or is there like a first or last name to go it's, with that? So the way I the way I described this to you before, Chimera, uh, mm-hmm. is that um a lot of logs that you saw back in the repository were very like technical logs. Um this is almost written more like someone who's fed up like complaining so it is less it reads less like a formal like um like acquisition uh request 
like a like a that that the other things that you found there were and it reads more like um a person like very like they use the form for requesting yeah, supplies say, is this, to is yeah to it, they use the form for supplies to yell at the specific person they knew would be reading it on the other end i got it yeah uh, what what is their slack icon who smithy yeah uh it is a uh single black feather kind of canted to one side on like a blue background Okay, I, I was, was going to be like a picture of their face. I figured we could sort of eyeball that, but no, nope. it's just an icon. Yeah, it's just an icon. All right, so Evelyn, uh, you think you can impersonate the smithy if uh, it comes down to it? Uh, sure, I, I, I'll put on my best. I'll put on my best smithy impression. Um, uh, do do you have an employee ID you can send me? I assume there's one associated with the um, message, Bob. Yeah. Oh, totally. I'm not going to make up a number, but it yeah. has it's alphanumerical. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. in case I need to like type it in the keyboard or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hand it to you or tell you it. I guess. All right. Guess that's the plan. Anyone? Uh, anyone have uh, any further objections or thoughts? Well, Dine is not present as he is still working on the mechs. I figured that because Dine was not present for any of the original. Uh, like, oh, um, oh, I'll be uh, relaying this okay. it, unless you have like your radio. Um, yeah, you guys can be talking off. through comms. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not physically present. He's just, like down there working on the mechs, listening to you guys. Going, okay, yeah, I imagine it's one of those things where you hear like <laughs> it's one of those scenes where it's like you're hanging off the side of one of the mechs like trying to like uh close a gap in the in the chamber of like one of the weapons to be like oh this will misfire if this shoots again or something <laughs> uh and then just kind of echoing out of the cockpit that you have left open you hear them talking <laughs> as if they're all in the cockpit yeah something drops loudly ignore that it wasn't your <laughs> mech evelyn <laughs> goddamn better be but we all know it was evelyn's it mech. absolutely was yeah <laughs> You're right. The problem was from Todd's Mac. Who's Todd? Astro. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. That's actually um, his nickname on set. That's uh, just call him Todd. That was his character name from the Slice of Life movie. He uh, he played a a character who uh, <laughs> who was just some some guy on uh, prehistoric Earth uh, back yeah. before they they went to the stars. <laughs> slice of life romantic comedy no action didn't it it's, didn't do very well because it was a little bit outside of his uh um range of expertise romantic comedy you uh have overestimated me sir <laughs> <laughs> well there was certainly comedy in the movie it's actually just like a like a art house film because nothing ever happens in it you know <laughs> it was very experimental yeah and people are like is this you know, is this supposed to be boring or what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys did a ton of research to get things like very historically accurate. So it's it's taught in some schools as like, oh, yeah. look at the detail. You know, <laughs> it, it went from slice of life, romantic, in air quotes, comedy to historical drama. 
<laughs> yeah, basically, it's a it's a what are they called? A uh, time period piece or whatever. What are those? Something like that. Uh, it's a, yeah, they're like just a called period, period pieces. Piece. Yeah, it's costume like a period drama. piece. Yeah, it's a costume drama period piece from from pre space Earth. Um, Only Astro could start a movie off in two different categories and ended up being in a completely different category. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you guys have everything on the table. Um, You can try to uh, hack the sensor net to open a window for the DBC to get down on planet for you. Um, This will be a risky check. Which means that you know you know you you have uh, complications on uh, ten through nineteen. Um, additionally, because of the complicated nature of this system, and that you have to do it across two different people in two different places, it is going to impose difficulty. So, what are you guys going to do in response? Hmm. So the, oh. it sounds like the two roles are going to be made by um, Astro and Evelyn separately. So we can't help each other. Uh, so uh, you both are skilled in hacking, correct? Cor- correct. Okay. Sorry. So only one of you will make the check. Oh, okay. But because it is two people who are both good at hacking and not like one person who's good at hacking trying to talk someone who isn't like through it, um, I will let uh, one of you add accuracy to the other's role. Okay. Uh, What is your um, rating, Todd? Plus four. I'm also plus four. Oh, okay. Uh, Makes sense why you've negated the difficulty from this then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, cool. Do you want to, or do you want me? Should we flip like, a coin? This is not me trying to push the load on you, but if you think about it, Evelyn's more of a hardware hacker, and you're more of a digital hacker. Yeah, so, like, that, that's like, what I figured, too. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same exact role. I'm just thinking flavor-wise, it probably makes more sense for Astro to do it. And we can even... Yeah, you can even say that to Astro. Um, so Astro's like, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I kind of was delving into the operating system here um so i think i have a good sense of what i need to do um so uh you know let, let's let's go for it um yeah you, you, you got this and as everyone pulls out a um, slice of pizza and eats eats it while watching you well you're gonna be helping me because you're in the other um you're you're we're in two i'm in the yeah, north yeah. tower and you're in the south tower um, so like we're we're yeah you're gonna have to be like mirroring his commands on the other side yeah so we'll be coordinating you, so, so imagine if that's imagine that scene where there were two people counter hacking on a keyboard um but <laughs> so imagine if and, imagine and if that made sense and wasn't ridiculous <laughs> yeah. the two people on the keyboard Except yeah. now the keyboard spread out across yeah, two but buildings. But now you have to do that because they <laughs> yeah. cut the keyboard in half and put it in two different places. Okay. You know, just, you know they did that scene delivery to piss people off, right? Well, I I've did this that. scene because I think it's hilarious. So <laughs> figure it okay, out. Okay, let's just hope uh, no one pulls pulls the uh, power supply plug. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, do you want to? I think we're both at the south side of the base, right? No, I'm. I'm. Astro is up north. You are at the yeah. south. Okay, because then, that is yeah. that is how it has to be done. Like one of well, you needs uh, to be in each place. I, I yeah, initially no. went to. I, I, yeah, so I. I might we have were come t- down we were talking. South. We were at south. Yeah. 
but I'll I'll move back to North Tower where I began. As part uh, of the prep, we'll, yeah. We'll coordinate uh, via radio, like as far as like what commands we can come up with. Um, okay. All right, so I will roll this up. Uh, so difficulty is canceled out by the accuracy, correct? That is correct. Because both oh, of you have hacker fix, I will give you accuracy to cancel that out. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before you, before you press that button, Todd. Okay. Before you press that button. Um, okay. A last can, minute idea. Can Rock or Dine contribute anything to this role? Ask them. Uh, okay. Hey. I gave I'll, you a fail safe uh, for the middle. Success okay, I, route. Yeah. So. I, I'm just trying to maximize um, our chances of success, I guess. The best that um, I could offer is to have Artemis act as an intermediary to try and sync up whatever you're trying to do. But that um, is about all that I can do, because Dine is not very... He isn't. He has become more of an engineer than he has become a, like a, a tech wizard. Fair. <clears throat> um... Could we, we can ask do... Artemis if, if yeah, let's she ask. she's up to the task. I don't think that's her specialty, but um doesn't hurt. She's going to say yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the question is this. Is there a way of making it worse if, if we let her do this? Well, she can launch a missile. From a comm station. I mean, if I've seen movies, you can launch <laughs> missiles from anything that's connected to the internet. Uh, I mean, if Artemis is as bloodthirsty as we think, like, wouldn't she purposefully fail so that we fight more? Uh, that's a fair point. I would probably end up telling Artemis, give or take, we're probably going to still be fighting our way out of here. So there's no real reason to do that. <laughs> So the the good thing about Artemis and the fact that Orion is so good uh, at uh, AI stuff uh, means that she can never purposefully act against the wishes or to the benefit of uh, Orion. Um, so um, she will never outright do anything that would make things worse for Dine on purpose, is what I would say. Um, the rest of you, she cares less about, but she will never purposefully make a situation worse for Dine if she can help it. But she will suggest things that are to her benefit if Dine agrees. <laughs> Which usually results in me being like, uh, maybe later. <laughs> I did acquiesce and buy her all of those bombs, so maybe she's feeling generous today. Yeah, can we um get her involved in? Sure. Um, <clears throat> which which like, station do you want her at? Um, bring her to my station. Uh, can right. I talk to her? Oh yeah. The um, the way that I think we're gonna set it up, Bob, is probably use her to um not only help with the hacking but to sync up the the um make sure that both commands go in like as seamlessly as possible. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that, that makes more most sense than us like use. She could be like a middleware that, like, you know, inputs our our commands at, you know, during through the right sequence. I guess I'm trying to say. So, um, instead of us simply relying on radio communications, which we'll still do to coordinate, um, <laughs> she can make sure everything's in the proper sequence and and synced up correctly, and all that. I don't know what kind of advantage that gives us, but it's something. Yeah, it, maybe it doesn't do anything, but 
that that's kind of how I see it. Like maybe the commands go through her first, her systems, and then she she does the actual final input. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Uh, I uh am going to give uh an option uh to dine. Okay. Uh you can uh uh set up uh Artemis to to help out with this. Um she will be able to only in this circumstance help with a pilot check instead of a mech skill check. Mm-hmm. Like you know her normal like once around mm-hmm. reroll ability. Um, here's the downside. She's not normally meant to be able to help with this. Mm-hmm. So what I will say is she has an ability that will once per round allow you to re-roll a thing. Right. But you keep the new result even if it's worse. Right. What I will say is uh, with Artemis's help, what I will allow you as a group to do is roll the first check with Artemis's help I will allow you to re-roll the check, but because you're using Artemis's help, the new the second time you roll the check, the check will be with difficulty. So you get a second try at it, but the second try is with difficulty, and you have to keep the new result if it's worse. Okay. Okay. That that's fine. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. All right. Artemis is set up. And <laughs> Artemis is set up in your station, uh, right? Uh, Dying, yes. uh, uh, not Dying, um, Astro. Um, all right, what do you need my help with? All right, so I want you to help coordinate uh, the commands that Evelyn and I will be inputting. We're going to send them. You're, you're going to act as an intermediate layer. Um, interfacing these commands and making sure they're synced up before they finally get input into the system. You think you can uh, handle that? You're asking me to make sure your messy meat commands aren't as imperfect as they usually are. Exactly. I can probably do that. Excellent. Yeah, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair point. <laughs> it's much more concise. <laughs> All right. It's funny that the the AI has the better, like, human way of describing it. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, All right, Evelyn. Oh, radio, Evelyn. You ready yeah. to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's blow this. All right. Crack my knuckles. Here we go. 17. Okay, right. this is where this is where the devil's bargain comes in. Yeah. Sure a 17 does. is the intermediate success, which means if you leave things as they this is the best result you could have gotten. If you leave things as they stand, <laughs> that means the sensor net will go down and an alarm will go off. <laughs> if you wish, you can use Artemis to re-roll this check at difficulty. But you have to keep the new result if you choose to do that. Okay, On the so, other hand, you yeah. could let this result stand and then go with your backup plan, but the intermediate alarm goes off. So my kind of thinking was Artemis would be a good failsafe if we like right off the bat 
predicted. Failed, failed. failed. Yeah. yeah. Ten. Um, I I don't want to risk. I don't uh, think so because your best roll would be them. a twenty-four, and if you get a minus six on anything that's lower, a roll lower than a sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I yeah, I so, think this so, is the best case scenario. Yeah, I, I was in I was in the same boat. If we really screwed up, we do the reroll. All right, cool. Yeah, I think we're agreed. So so we have a, a good backup plan in place. Uh, let's let's enact that. So what, backup, what we happens, didn't need to initiate backup plan one. Now we need to initiate backup plan two. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, hey, that was a good thing to have in the uh, in the bag of tricks in case you got a full failure right off the bat. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Sure. So uh, basically what happens is uh, immediately uh, you guys are working together and Artemis is coordinating your commands. Sensor net down. Uh, you can actually see uh, on the kind of display of the holographic planets that kind of appears above the central console in both the north and the south station um, that basically a single hole opens up in the sensor net. Um, uh, but, uh, the kind of the thing that you've been working towards is as the hole opens up in the sensor net, you make sure that that is true, but you are still sending the data out as if that's still active. So, so you did the kind of trick where it's like you took a recording of a CCTV and are just playing it on loop, yeah. but you're doing that for the sensor net. So everyone else is getting the data you've recorded over the last like 10 minutes of that sensor net, which is showing nothing. And you're just sending it out on a loop. So everyone's getting the same data of nothing is happening over and over again. Um, it's just like the heist in Ocean's 35. <laughs> <laughs> so you've successfully uh. done that. But as soon as you do that... Um, you see that a real red light has turned on on the console next to you. Um, it's not like a blaring alarm or anything, but a little red light has appeared on the console next to you and not on the planetary console that you guys are on, but another console in the kind of command room itself is started to throw some errors onto the screen. Okay. So I'll take a uh, look at what is actually being said on that terminal uh, with the flashing red light. Yeah. Uh, so you head over uh, and the first thing you see is just like uh, you didn't anticipate this, but it's kind of like a uh, like a mismatch. Like there's some sort of mismatch in um, like what is being sent from the central because the central terminal doesn't communicate, right? It it does the data and then, you know, sends it to the communication area. Um, and basically it's like, oh, this is like the computer is trying to say, like, this isn't the data I was expecting. Like I, the data still works, but like it's it's showing odd. Basically, the data is is transmitting the way you wanted to, but it's showing odd. So it's basically been flagged. Um, and you see that, uh, a communication is popping up on the screen that just says, Hey, what did you guys fuck up over there? Um, Evelyn, you want to take this? Yeah, I got it. Uh, look, we're, we're, you, you know, we're already working on a skeleton crew here. So some of the relay, some of the relay comms are fucking up right now. We're trying to get everything working again. Look, it was just a 
we're trying to get it fixed. Okay, we know there's a problem. I told you not to mess with the sensor net. Well, yeah, but if we didn't do anything, the whole thing was going to fail. How is it going to fail? You should never have to touch that console. Well, remember, yeah, but I mean, like, when we remember, made replacements parts for... Yeah, we gonna uh, say remember the a, story we came up with? With, with the misfire? Yeah. yeah. Because that would be a thing that would happen. Yeah, well, I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm segueing into that, okay? Oh, if you start with something important like that, but you know, whatever you do, you. <laughs> this is happening in 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 real time, very, by the way. <laughs> she's burying the lead. <laughs> yeah, um, I imagine that Astro uh, and I, I imagine Rock. You're at one of these two stations, right? So you're like looking over one of their two shoulders, like seeing what's yeah, popping sure. up on the screen. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Shit, I forgot where I was going with that. What was the last thing you said? You you basically well, said like uh well if we didn't do anything the whole thing was going to go down and he's like you yeah. should never have to touch that system yeah but, the, but there was a misfire some of the systems got busted so we're having to fix this shit why was there a misfire well I mean you know you know we're, we're trying to make sure that we're patrolling the ground make sure there aren't any attacks and, and then someone screwed up and hit the hit the joystick and blasted part of the comms they didn't have their safety on you're telling me. <sighs> Being out in the middle of nowhere is frying all your brains. You're not wrong. There is, uh, there is uh, a couple of minutes where all you see is uh, uh, John F is typing, and then it stops. Oh no! And then it says John F is typing. <laughs> And then it stops. Oh my god, I hate that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to... Uh, from my perspective, like, if this was a real-time situation, I wouldn't... You know, I'd just say... I'd assume he'd be pissed at me, so I wouldn't say anything. Um, and then... You... Yep, and yeah. then a message pops up and says, there's something wrong with the data I'm getting from your station. It doesn't make any sense. It's showing all clear, but it's it's flagged in the system. Yeah, I know. What did you do on We're... the console? You need to walk me through it. You know what? I this don't... is hard. Hold on. <laughs> I see. I don't, you I'm not hear sure a how much beeping more... noise on a different console. On the same, like... No, it's the next console over. Yes, I mean, it's, it's still in the room. It's just the console yep. over. Okay. Yeah, uh, you hear I'll a beeping noise on a different over. console. Uh, you walk over... And he is sending you a voice request. Oh boy! Boring uh, conversation. Can, can anyway. I? <laughs> Damn it, Todd! Shoot the console. <laughs> uh, can I? Um, can, like, if can I do something to the mic? I assume there's like a mic to talk for this voice request, right? Yeah. Can I do something with the mic to like get some real nasty interference so it's hard to make out what the voice is talking? Yeah, go ahead. It would be a hack check. Yeah. Just, it'd be um, a straight straight pilot skill check. Hack that's, that's what I'm banking on. So yeah. a hack, I guess hacker fix would be the best thing here because I'm deliberately wrecking or sabotaging. Hack it with your wrench. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, that might be how I fix it. It's a yeah, I, I can imagine you could probably like open up the side of like one of the, the wires or something and like create intentional like electronic interference yeah, by yeah. like moving some wires around. Okay, well, here we go. 
Tank just shielding off something. of one of the wires. Uh, I got a 10. That is, that is just a success. If you didn't have a plus four to hack or fix, that would have failed. I know, failed. I know. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of, um, I hard stopped for a minute. <laughs> so, just mention something like the, the, the satellite is damaged, but the telemetry we're getting is still good. That's probably why it shows good still. So uh, you screw up the microphone. Uh, You imagine now that your voice going out is going to have some uh, robotic electrical interference. Um, So it will disguise your voice. Yeah, I'll um, accept the (laughs) accept the slack. I'm running with this theme. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, that's fine. It featured space slack. Sister slack. It's the slack. Um, yeah, so uh, it, like uh, the voice thing pops up and you just hear. All right, I it's going to take you too long to type this out. You need to walk me through exactly what happened and why it's getting all screwed up. So there's a little bit of how much Chuck the player can bullshit this. Like, can I do like something where I just sort of feign understanding of how this all works? Yeah, so uh, you can. Uh, that would be like the manipulate uh, roles and things like that. I don't have that, but I do have stay cool, which okay. is probably the closest I've got to that. Dexterity and speed or precision. So I'm not going to allow it because that's dexterity, speed or precision. This this is this is more of a social check. Like this is a, a person you're dealing with and not an object. Oh oh, what about um the uh, word on the street doesn't apply here. Never mind. Can I? <laughs> Can you uh, um, relay uh, this over to my station? Yeah, what I'll do is I will actually turn on the radio so that it's sort of actually a three-way call. So you're hearing what's – like I'll space text you saying like, hey, I have to get on the call with this guy. Tell tell me what the bullshit here. So you can like message – you can text me what to say without – and then still hear the voice conversation if that makes sense. Okay. And how about how how about I also make my way over um to your station while this is going on? Um that that I don't know how long it'll take you, but yeah, if you can that'd be great. It would probably be a few minutes. You you, you can still text while you're talking. Walking though, right? Um Well if you I, mean, mi- I don't know how people do that. I, I can never <laughs> yeah, do that. I can't text <laughs> when I talk either. So maybe maybe I'll you, just stay put. What? Um, you're Astro Jamin. You can do anything. <laughs> I can't walk and chew gum, okay? <laughs> it's actually a known fact in his biography. Yeah. Um, okay, so so yeah, I'll just uh that that sounds good. Yeah, have your walkie-talkie out. I'll I'll send you messages uh, and suggest things to say um using charm. Uh so I will allow you to give accuracy to Evelyn's role if you roll a successful charm check, Astro. Okay, makes sense. Holy cow, you nailed it. Nails it. it. So even without being there, Comet uh, Astro has a good sense of the kinds of ways to, like, play this off. And he's giving you that info. So here's here's the good news, Evelyn, is you're going to have two accuracy on this roll. Perfect. Okay, one uh you're getting get accuracy um because astro is giving you tips and uh two you're gonna get accuracy um because uh essentially the the being prepared for this 
uh, since Rock like was like, we need to be prepared for this situation. I imagine you had some you you weren't caught off guard by needing to do this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we, we kind of figured this was going to happen. Yeah. So I it is still you're going to have to use one of your skills, but yeah. you're going to have two accuracy. I mean, concentration is the closest. Uh, stay cool is the only thing I could possibly think of. Otherwise, yeah. I, I think it's just a straight. D20. No, it's just going to be a straight D twenty plus two accuracy then. Okay, so it's a for ac- when you get two accuracy, you just pick the best of the it's two. It's the right? better of the two. Yep. I was about to, I was typing in two d six and I'm like no, that's not right. Uh, so well, you can accuracy. do two d six. We'll just only add the better of the two d sixes. Yeah. You might want to roll a d twenty to the roll two, but let me do that. That might be better. I'll do three separate rolls. Yeah. You so, can just do them as separate rolls. I don't fine. see a way to do a flat non-skill thing in roll 20. I mean, there might be. I just don't want to spend the time. So the flat d20 without accuracy is... Oh, spelled D. Gosh, the suspense. I rolled a 7. I really got to... You Okay, these accuracies need to pay off or you're fucked. Yeah, yeah I know. I need, well, here's the first d6. It's a 1. A 1 isn't going to do start. it. I need something better. Give me a sec while I scream internally. <laughs> Okay, done, done screaming. And the other D6 is a... What the <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> it is another one, by the way, oh, listeners. Okay, you got two ones in a row. Okay, so eight total, uh, which is a failure. Okay, um, I, I'm going to roll a few times to make, make myself feel better. It's always yeah, a bad idea. Five. When Listen, when you lose, you're not supposed to look at the next few cards off the top of your deck. You, you <laughs> lost. Just give up. It's okay. <laughs> You'll get them next time, buddy. I will be buddy. denied, damn it. Oh my god, these rolls. I know I get bad rolls, but that just, that's a sucker punch. Alright, so, here's what happens. You walk them through uh, the various uh, like things that you think could have been a problem. Uh, you talk about that the blaster hit the stuff, and you're like, we're still getting good data, but it's not transmitting over to you guys as well as it should. So, like, don't worry. You're, like, still getting good data. Everything seems fine, um, but it's a little fucked up. Um, the person on the other side uh, says... <sighs> All right. Well, luckily, luckily, we have a few engineers that aren't doing anything right now. I'm going to send one over right now to help you out. Um, <laughs> this is out, this is, this is out of character. I, I, I have to make the joke. Uh, negative, negative. <laughs> we had a reactor leak here. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. It's like okay. they're only available when you don't want them to show up. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm gonna whisper to Evelyn here. Um, start yelling yeah. at him. Start yelling about how we didn't, we couldn't get people until now. Now that something's wrong, you're sending people. I'm I'm sorry, Jay. Could you repeat that? I lost you at the end of that. Yeah. Start yelling at him. Like start yelling about how we couldn't get people until something wait, wait, was now, wrong. N- now you're sending us people when something goes wrong. What, what the hell? Look, I've had it about up to here with you. You know, like. I we're we're doing our best here. Orders come from up top. I got your stupid message, you know, as part of your requisition report. Finally. I don't control what resources you get. Well, apparently you do, because you just you're just sending some engineers. Because they're available. Fine. You don't want the engineers? Yeah, you know what? We we we, we, we can fix this. We don't need your fucking help. 
make a pilot check again. Uh, no no accuracy like, I, this time. No, it's just I, a straight just, check. You're just arguing with this dude. I know, I know. Eleven. Eleven. I don't know how you want to... You successfully piss him off. (laughs) You know what? Screw you. And he hangs up the call. (laughs) So everyone's been sweating bullets because, like, she was not expecting to fail that bad, you know, figuratively. And she just kind of flops in her chair and says, I need a drink. I imagine Astro gets there at the end. You walk yeah. in as she just starts yelling at this guy, and you're like, what's going on? I just and have a half smile on my face. I'm shaking my head. See, she literally puts a thumbs up, like, mission accomplished. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dine said Dine had walked into the other tower and started unhooking Artemis. <laughs> what was the name again? It was F. Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan F. Yeah, Jonathan F. Oh, sorry. Okay, making a note of that. I mean, if we run Jonathan into him. sounds about right with what she just did. Right. Does it? So this is like someone who's at the. Um, this is someone main base. who is at the main comm base. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who was receiving the requisition reports from this base? Okay. <laughs> well. That worked itself out nicely, I think. Looking at Astro. <laughs> Astro's like, okay, uh, so we're sh- so uh, we're good to uh, radio Torse. Let her know she can land. Yeah, we, fi- we fixed the problem by yelling at it. <laughs> that, that often works. Next I time, afraid, I was afraid that she was going call. to have to hack or fix the engineer. Next time there's an audio call, just uh, let me talk to him. I, I mean, I, I I had to hack the microphone. Yeah, you can still do that, but okay. well, it'll I'll be a team effort. All right. Well, it yeah, looks yeah, like... go 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 bring go call Torse. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but I think we're in the clear for now. Um, so I'll I'll radio Torse on my um uh, my Omni hook. Okay. Um, uh oh uh uh I I I assume that either the sensor net is down or there's an emergency. Uh so it's the former, fortunately. Oh for us. good. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean there weren't a few emergencies along the way, but for now I think we might be good. So you are clear to land uh, at your, you know, when you're ready. Okay, great. We'll head down. Um, how is the landing zone? Are are we are we clear? Is there space for us down there? Yeah, there's. Uh, it's mostly just like frozen wasteland around this outpost. So there should be plenty of uh, uh, landing uh, landing spots all right we're we're gonna start the entry process you uh probably won't be able to contact us until we break atmosphere so uh uh we'll head down okay and what's uh your eta on that do you think Mm, uh probably about 30 40 minutes all right sounds good thank you torse all right good job guys all right Hey, 
Rock, did you ever tell us about the um, pilot you rescued? I think he died. Wouldn't use the word rescue liberally <laughs> here. I no, there really wasn't a reason to. He's he's dead. Oh, he is dead. Okay. Yeah, he died so, in the cockpit. For some reason, I thought he was just unconscious. No, he he bled out before he could get medical attention. That's like one of those moments. It's like, Rock, do you uh, tell us about the? Oh shit! And starts running. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking, like, wouldn't it be funny if that was actually Smithy? <laughs> I mean, it yeah. could have been for all we know. All right. Well, you guys have uh, downed the sensor net. Um, Torse is going to be able to land on planet undetected. So you have uh, a way to get back off of the planet now uh, once once you're done. Um, so uh, phase one of the mission is complete. What are you guys going to do for here? Um, Dine is going to stay cautious and assume that eventually Jonathan is going to probably send an engineer, so he's going to be kind of on guard. Maybe before eventually Jonathan will calm down, but just hopefully that he won't send an engineer until after we're the fuck gone. Yeah. Dine prefers to stay cautious. Is there any well, way with time we can clean up the signal and fix it? Or does that open us up to more... I mean, is issues? there a point? Because again... There's what, I, a struggle what I would say is that it would take time um, because you would have to familiarize yourselves with the systems and figure out how to get it to, you know, kind of accept the audio without with accept the data without flagging it. Um, you could do that. Um, what I will say is the trek from here to the comm base is going to take a few hours. Um and you don't know what you're going to encounter. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> you don't know what you're going to encounter on the way there or when you get there. Uh, and you don't know how long it's going to take you to bring down the uh, extra system, like the extra system communication uh, array. Um, so it depends on what time you're willing to give it. Um, you guys know, uh, especially because of the extra work you did uh, to determine like what the um, like another way of dealing with the comm base is. I'm going to set this up right now for you because now you have some time while Torse is landing. Uh, you can kind of review what tactical information you have. There are two ways you could approach the comm station based off of like the the default base schematics you got, uh, what extra info you were able to pull up uh, from rocks snooping ahead of time. Um, either you could do what the original mission set out for you, which is uh, assault the base quickly, capture like the uh, the comm controls room uh, and hold that position uh, and make sure that they can't send a signal out of the system uh, until after everyone else is done taking the capital ship, like enacting their part of the plan. So that was the initial idea is you guys were going to take it, hold it, give them time to do their part of the mission and then escape. Now you have another option. The other option is attack the base. But from a different angle. There is an entry to the base that you found out about 
that would go into the base itself. Um, like into the depths of the base. There is a there is a more success, more secure section of the base deeper in the planet. Um, you would basically go down and you could permanently disable the base or I would call it semi permanently disabled. They could probably fix it in a few weeks, but it wouldn't matter at that point. Right. You could get in there and disable it long term. So you could just get in there, screw it up and leave. You wouldn't have to, like, hold a position for hours while like they do their part of the plan here are the upsides and downsides of the two sides if you take the calm or like the uh the surface calm array and just make it so it can't send signals for a while you would have to defend that position you would have to take it defend it and keep it offline but it's on the surface of the base if anything goes wrong if you get in trouble you can get out you can you know, drop it, leave, get back to the DBC, and get out of here. If you do the other plan, you're going into the belly of the beast. This is a fully stocked Corsac uh, base. You would be going into the base itself, finding one of the three kind of like power stations that power the base. You would have to over like you can't just destroy it because there are two other power stations in the base so you would have to get in there set up the system to cause such uh an issue that it disables the entire base uh and then leave basically but you wouldn't have to hold it for hours it is possible you could get in there fuck everything up in a couple of minutes and then leave but if something goes wrong you're inside a Corsac base surrounded by possible reinforcements. Puts us at a bigger risk of... Risk of you not uh, surviving or being yeah. captured. Yeah. If you do the topside plan, you'd have to hold it for longer, but if anything goes wrong, you guys would have a better exit strategy. If you go into the base, you could take it offline near permanently, not have to hold it for that long. But if something goes wrong, you're kind of trapped down there without anyone to help you. Okay. Thoughts, anyone? How long? How long did we have to hold the base for? A few hours, keeping the comms offline for a few hours. I guess one thing to consider is, I assume it's a very large base, and if you know, there might be like a back door or something. So even if we have it locked down in the usual locations, someone's able to like get into a panel and send a um, distress signal or something, then, you know, that... Well, if the comms are down, the distress signal won't matter, right? Well, if there's like a backup comms or something we're not aware of. So the the thing about this comm station is they will probably... that That's the thing you have to deal with with reinforcements is they would be able to send messages to other bases on the planet to basically say, hey, we're under attack. Come help us. Right? Um, yeah. But there is only a single uh, like comm array set up on this base that is strong enough to send signals out of system. Right. That's what you need to keep down. You're trying to like by taking this, you're trying to prevent reinforcements coming from another system to fuck up the plan that's going on in orbit right now. 
Because if you don't take down this comm station, what will happen is they'll attack the shipyard and all of a sudden a bunch of Corsac ships are going to start flooding into the system to try and stop them. Makes sense. So, yeah, you have you have a couple options here. Do you have questions about them or go ahead and uh, yeah. I do, I do, I do want to make one quick side note because I keep meaning to bring this up. Um, if they do send an engineer from the main base, we may even just run on, run into him on the way up. So that might we might be able to nip that in the bud. Oh, that's true. But yeah, no. Let's talk. I just want to point that out before I forget. Uh, do I think that there's any chance of us getting out of this, or either one of the plans is better for us not? Corsac not knowing that we specifically were here? Uh, yes, actually. So the more dangerous plan, funnily, uh, as long as you aren't captured, probably has less of a risk of you guys being identified because you won't be there as long, right? The longer mm-hmm. you spend at that base, the more likely you are to be ID'd. So if you're holding the comm station for like a few hours while they do everything in orbit, um, that is longer for like a recon scout or someone to like get your signatures, get your IDs and like send them to someone else to process. If you do the other plan, which is a little bit more dangerous, you'd have to attack that back entrance really quickly, you know, almost like lightning strike, right? You would have to hit that side entrance, get into the base, get to the reactor, get things fucked up and get out. But it would also be, you know, a lightning strike. You'd be in and out and there'd be less as like as long as you guys aren't leaving like tons of survivors everywhere, right? There's less chance of you guys being seen with that plan. Um, and so when Rock did the research on this base, uh, did he find anything out about like security inside the base? Um, that is that is how he knows about even being able to attempt the other plan. He knows about a side okay. entrance. It will be guarded. You know, all like all the entrances of this base are guarded, sure. but he knows about the side entrance. Uh, you know, it would be guarded. Um, as as uh, honoring the fact that he does have, you know, extra info, Rock, I would tell you um, that that side entrance uh, to the base to get in probably about as well defended as this base was. Yeah, it checks out. OK, I'll, I'll tell that to people. OK. I I I. I don't like dangerous plans, but I lean a little bit more on that because if if we're known to be here from Corsac, then we're going all in with these people. We're going to start living on that capital ship if we have any chance of... Yep. Yeah. Well, I figure either way, um, all my chips are on the table. Um you know, either either we do this dangerous plan, uh, you know, and and put ourselves at being at risk of being captured, um, or we do this other plan and we get ID'd by Corsac, you know, and that has uh, a 
long-term effects for us as well, like you said. So I sort of uh, gravitate towards the plan that has more upside, which is the lightning strike. Uh, another upside that you guys might not have considered is it's a lot safer for Torse. That's right, too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is It is worth being said that um, uh, Curry and Torse would probably have to spend less time on this planet <laughs> if you yep. guys are in and out quicker. Yeah, so I mean that's my vote, but if if you guys want to do the others, I'm I'll I'll follow you. That's my vote as well. Uh, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. All right. Let's Looks like we're all in agreement. Then. Yeah. All right. So uh, the plan will be, uh, and I'll give you a little bit more detail now. Um, there is uh, a side entrance uh, to the com base. Um, it is uh, a large structure right it is a huge building it is many times larger than the base you're currently occupying um the 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 plan you're going with would basically involve you attacking a specific section that has an entrance behind it you would have to take out the defenders there get in that entrance now it is it is like these are service passageways and stuff they are mech sized like service mechs go through these spaces. So you would be infiltrating the base probably in your mechs, right? Um, so you would hit the side, you would descend into the base, uh, you would make your way towards one of the three main reactor plants that power this base. If you were to just blow up that power plant, what would happen is they would switch to just using the other two power plants. What you can do, though, is if you can take the power plant and occupy it and spend, you know, a, just a little bit of time putting some malicious code into it, you can have it basically wreak havoc on the operations of the base uh, in such a way that it shuts the whole thing down. So you can't you can't just go in and blow it up or you won't probably achieve the outcome you're looking for. Like the base power would be interrupted for maybe like 10 minutes. Um, until they get everything switched over. If you can get in, take the reactor, and do some sabotage to it, uh, you can keep their higher power systems offline for weeks without having to stay there babysitting it. Okay, nice. So we're still um, going to have to hold down a position, but it'll probably be a lot shorter For much than less time. Then. For minutes yeah. instead of hours. Yeah. Only long enough to sabotage it, and then we're out of there. Exactly. Uh, this code is this something that we can get working on ahead of time, or do we do? Is it just something that you, guys you can, can do? Some in? you can do some prep. Yeah, absolutely, you can do some prep for that. Okay. Um, can I uh, can I consult with Rock to see what he knows about like this Corsac base and their security measures and stuff? Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, okay. of course. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you whatever. I won't know much about the code or like how to right. interfere with that kind of stuff, basic stuff, but like stuff you probably already know. So 
but like it, when it comes to like the base design and setup and everything, like I'm I'm assuming I'm the one telling you guys like there's a service mech entrance and we'll be in there and max and everything. So that is 100 percent true that th- all this information is coming from the legwork you did uh, mm-hmm. in prior to the mission. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, it, this is being made a little, little creative. I, I don't know if this is something I could do or not. But can oh, I we ask? can't allow that. Being creative in <laughs> being a TTRPG. Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we squash creativity. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna ask Hitchcock uh, if I can, if I can, like um, set up like a very primitive simulation of like power systems or something just so, something i can like run code on you know like like kind of like a like a test program that i could just execute uh different like software packages um to develop uh this virus that i want to use to sabotage their power systems Does that makes sense it's kind of mm-hmm. like a like a um like a virtual machine i could just mm-hmm a sandbox uh coding environment you know i can use to to and and you know maybe he can implement like a sort of simulation of like power systems you know something that would be basic but enough to um kind of test out this this sabotage uh software package yes i can do a few test shots for you. That seems like something we should do. Um, give me, give me something you know so that we can use for blocking. Something that I that I can uh, use to uh, visualize it. All right. Uh, so let scene. me let me set the scene for you, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll just sort of relate to him like the the from what I know from Rock uh, the layout of the base. Um, the three power plants or the power plants with the three generators. Um, you know, I'll, I'll explain how we're trying to infiltrate. And then once we get in there, uh, we'll, we'll try to disable uh, the power plant. Mm. This would be easier if we were shooting on location. Um... Well, we, the, I agree. Um, this is just, this is a, um, think of this as a storyboard. For the actual shoot. Mm, okay, okay. So once, I'll tell you what. Does, we're on does, this, set, d- does this base have a power system? Um, it must, yeah. It, it, there's power. Well, let's take a look. Yeah, that's a good idea, Hitchcock. Okay. Use uh, what we have available. <laughs> Uh, Hitchcock is going to direct you to find uh, the power system for this base. Uh, and then what he does, and you don't have to make any additional rolls for it. This is just, I like the creativity of this, and this is something yeah. he can do, is after you get close to it, uh, he constructs a simulacrum of it. Perfect. So uh, he's going to use his Athena class ability to construct a perfect real-time and fully interactive 3D model of a Blast 3 area. Um, so he basically uh, is like, okay, hold on, stand still. 
take your hands off the controls. I, I need full control of my camera. Uh, <laughs> and he basically scans down the power systems for this base. And this will give you a working model of... It won't be the same. This is much smaller than what you're going to be working with. But this is absolutely going to help prepare you for what you're going to need to do with the main base. Okay, that's awesome. Perfect. Hitchcock, uh, once once I'm on set, um, I'll be I'll be better prepared uh, for my. You better cues. act like your life depends on it, because mine might. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. I tell you, Hitchcock, we're going to do great things together. With my direction, you couldn't fail. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Anyone else want to do anything to prep for further action? Are you waiting for Torse to land before you leave, or are you going to get out ahead of her? What is uh, what is your action plan moving forward from here look like? I think we were planning on fixing up our mechs after we did the hack. So we already fixed them up before. Yeah, we did that last session. You um, guys, you guys did some. Uh, you guys were doing the hacking at the tail end of the repair work. Um, that is partially what Orion was helping out with. Is like you, you probably did part of the repairs ahead of time, and then Orion was like finishing some things up while you took uh, care of the hacking stuff. Um, okay. Because I remember part of the discussion was, well, if reinforcements all of a sudden show up because we fucked this up we don't want our mechs to all be damaged right so yeah we're right. about I'm, to I'm do sorry. the hacking first and then um i forgot who but someone was like nah we should probably repair mechs before that was dying so, yeah <laughs> dying the voice of reason pretty much yeah I, I i don't think i have anything that i want to do like maybe just rest up and get ready to Roll when Torse gets here, but well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Torse will arrive in, uh, I think, forty-five minutes, or at least that's how long until they break atmosphere. Uh, she um, said it would take them thirty to forty minutes to get down to the planet. Okay, but she's probably going to be out of contact for like twenty of it. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we need to wait for them to get here before we start making our way? Yeah, it's not that long, but we don't really need to wait. Um, I'll have I'll be able to contact Torse once they're on the planet through my Omni hook, um, and we can let her know about the plan. And we could probably tell her like if we're not back by a certain time to leave and just you know uh, don't look back. <laughs> Realistically, true, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I was thinking that like we can make sure she she lands they land safely, but I'm like, it really shouldn't be a concern, I guess. Well, if she doesn't land safely, uh, I'm not sure what else we could do about that. Just, I, you know, I trust in uh, Torse being able to land the DBC. Most of that's automated anyway. Yes, it is. Because I, I, I just don't see a reason that we need to wait for them to land before we move. Honestly. 
if if we're going to be because it takes what a few hours to get there or, or how close yeah, is it'll the main take base? you it'll take you a few hours to get from here to the comm base yeah so yeah you know the sooner we get going the sooner we're out of here and the sooner we are clear of danger yeah yep all so, right so i would just yeah, say especially... like when on our way there when um when we think that they've landed, just send them the the message of the plan, and to be ready, and just continue on our way. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. So you guys are going to head out from the base in advance of Torse arriving. Uh, she'll probably uh, be able to contact you to let you know what's up about halfway or less into your trek towards the comm base. Um, this is something that you haven't had access to uh, in a while uh, because it hasn't been relevant. Uh, but with Torse on planet and in communication with you, uh, she can still she can act as your operator, which is what she would normally be able to do. So at least for your assault on the base itself, um, if she is around, she can give you some detail on things and, and keep an eye on the surroundings for you. So. Oh, good. Will that extend to um, where, like, will she be able to somehow monitor um, the base we're attacking, or is it mostly surrounding her area? She'll be able to monitor around where you guys are. Uh, Telemetry, as long as you guys aren't separated and you're radio silent from each other, she can monitor info coming in from you guys to her uh, via your Omnihook link. Um, So as long as that isn't damaged or you're not being radio silent for some reason, like while the sensor net was up, it was, you know, you guys were not contacting each other because you didn't want to trip anything. Um, But now that that is down and she's landing on planet, she can stay in communication with you guys basically for the rest of your mission. Sweet. So imagine she's on comms if you need her to be. You can you can contact and talk to her if you need her to give you any information. All right, makes sense. Cool. Right. Well, I think are we all ready to go? I am. I am ready. Yeah. All right. With that, the pilots will set out from relay station trying to the main comm base, and we're going to head and uh, call uh, the end of this session right there, because when we come back, what we're going to pick up with is what happens at the comm base. So I think Good that stuff, I that's going to take a little bit more time. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for now, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Yep. Bye.